0: The American public has become far more sensitive to IT security vulnerabilities over the past half year. That perception was captured in a survey of 1,000 Americans conducted by the IT services company Unisys, which just released its semi-annual security index. Hello, I'm Eric Chabra of GovInfoSecurity.com, and information security media group. And to get a handle on what the index means, we welcome back Patricia Titus, Unisys Chief Information Security Officer and Vice President. Before joining Unisys, Titus served as as CISO at the Department of Homeland Security's Transportation Security Agency. Thanks, Patricia, for taking time to speak again.
1: Hi, Eric. How are you today?
0: Okay, thanks. Before we get into the meaning behind the numbers in the index, please take a few moments to explain how the index works and point out some of the highlights from the new survey.
1: Thanks, Eric. So the Unisys Security Index is done twice a year, and it surveys about a 1,000 people. The one that we're going to talk about today is specific to the United States, but we also do several other countries, and that information will be released later this month. What we attempt to do is a sampling of the pulse of what's happening in the United States, and we keep the questions all the same uh, every time we do the index, sampling different people each time, and we add two supplemental questions at the end, and those supplemental questions are the ones that change, and those questions can vary. What we're attempting to do is to raise awareness to several different areas about what's happening in the country and what are our citizens feeling about their security, from national security financial security, internet security, and personal security. So those are the four key areas that we focus in on. What's unique about the security index this wave, actually we saw a drastic spike in concern in all four of those areas, which is unusual since over the past, since we've been doing this since 2007, it stayed relatively flat. And then last year, at the end of the year, our our wave release that was released in October, we actually saw a dip. Um, and the sampling goes from one to to 200. So 200 being the most extremely concerned, that would be, or, or seriously concerned, that would be like the 200 range. And we saw it dip down to 136 at one point last year at the end, and the spike this year took us up to 164. And that's a pretty drastic jump, and the jump was in all areas, all four of those areas that we're focusing on.
0: With this significant statistical jump, what's behind it?
1: Well, I think what we're seeing, Eric, is a lot of people are becoming more connected. They're leapfrogging into these smartphone technologies and tablet PCs, and they've got it in their hands, they're carrying it on their hips, they've got it in their purse, and they can be connected all the time and have awareness of what's taking place across the globe, and it's in their fingertips or the palm of their hands. I think that's why we're seeing so much of an increase is people are becoming more aware, using these smaller form factors these mobile devices, and it's giving them the freedom to be connected and see what's happening across the world. Is
0: concern about IT security the same thing as worrying about IT security?
1: I think the concern about IT security, the difference between the two is people will worry about something or they'll be concerned about it. I don't think worry and concern are interchangeable. If I'm worried about something or concerned about it, I might actually want to do something about it and take some action. And I think that's where we're seeing people raising awareness. If I'm going to use these smartphones or tablet PCs for shopping or online banking, what's the security that needs to happen between that device and the vendor that I'm, I'm going into to perform some sort of online transaction. And what's happening is people are equating these smaller handhelds and there's a false sense of security that they can perform the same transactions online that they could on a PC that might have a full-blown security software package loaded on it. I think that's probably why we're seeing a raise in awareness is that this Internet security is now coming down to these tiny little handhelds that a lot of people don't realize don't have anywhere near the same security. Security level that you would have on a laptop with a security package. I think the vendors are starting to attempt to address that, but it's been a little bit of a slow roll, to be honest.
0: It's interesting you talk about not having the same security as laptops or PCs. Your survey was taken in February, and that was before breaches at RSA, Epsilon, Sony PlayStation became known, and a lot of those involved people using PCs. What impact will those breaches have on the confidence of Americans transacting business on the Internet?
1: I think there's going to be some impacts and fallout from that, and I, I wish we could do the survey today based on what has just happened, those events you mentioned, Eric, because I think it would be very different. I think that's going to chip away at the security and trust that the public has of doing business. I don't know that it will stop a lot of people until it happens to them. Unfortunately, a lot of people read about things happening and don't think it's going to happen to them. And then what is the fallout from the Ypsilon breach and the Sony breach? And are people going to hold their breath and wait and see what happens? Or are they going to proactively go and take actions? And are the institutions actually going to help people understand what protections they could put in place for themselves?
0: About those institutions, a lot of our listeners and readers at our websites are in banking and in healthcare, for example. How should those organizations take your survey and what should they be doing about IT security?
1: some of our financial institutions are really starting to step up to the plate in offering services and software for their consumers and their clients. I think people are going to start looking to say, hey, if I want to do online banking with you, what kind of security stuff can you offer me for my iPhone or my BlackBerry or my Android? Financial institutions and merchants are going to have to come up with answers to that and maybe offer some elevated security for those people who either want it or, in some instances, just offer it for free. I've, I've seen a couple of banks starting to do that where they're offering free download of a software package. And I think that people are going to look at that and say, that's the financial institution I want to do business with because they're taking security seriously. It takes the, the worry out of my hands. People like to work with organizations where it's easy to interface with them. And if it's easy for me to go to my bank and they're going to give me a security package for free that I don't have to pay for it, I'm going to be okay with that.
0: My internet service provider provides me with a security package from a named vendor. Is this a model that other organizations are going to have to look at, as you just mentioned, with some banks doing this, regardless of the type of business they're in, if they have a certain substantial number of customers that they provide these kind of services, security services?
1: That's the first step. I just don't want people to get a false sense of security because you and I both know that, sure enough, the minute you think you've gotten a half a step in front of the bad guy, they figure out some other way around. I wouldn't want people to get the false sense of security that this is going to protect them 100%. But it's going to certainly take them to a place that they may not currently be at. It's going to elevate their security. There's still a lot of user responsibility as well. The consumers need to continue to educate themselves and our citizens about what's happening really in the world. There's been a lot of developments recently about enhanced hacking capabilities by uh, using root kits and things like that that are not going to get caught by our security packages. Just to make sure people are clear, it's not 100%, but it's going to get you better than where you might be today. And I think that model, Eric, absolutely has to change. This is something that our legislators should be looking at Institutions are taking on this for, as being responsible to protect their consumers. So is this something that maybe our legislators could look at and say, maybe we need to update some regulations here, like our PCI standards and things like that, and maybe start adopting these types of models into that legislation and regulation?
0: Let's talk about Congress for a moment. And for the past two Congresses, lawmakers have held hearings, debated, and generally agreed that new legislation is needed to help strengthen the defense of uh, the government as well as the national critical IT infrastructure, yet no significant cybersecurity legislation has been enacted. One reason given is that lawmakers' constituents have not clamored for such change. Do you think that citizens will demand change, and will the current Congress work to enact significant IT security legislation?
1: Well, I'm cautiously optimistic that something's going to happen this year. I think a comprehensive cybersecurity legislation is difficult to do because the threat changes so frequently. It's certainly an excellent opportunity to provide guidance to those folks that need it. I don't know that our constituents are screaming for it yet. I hope that there is more movement toward that. We have to determine where some of this responsibility lies. Is it the consumer of these technologies that they're using to get on the Internet? Is it the manufacturer of the devices offering security default on versus the way you currently get it? There's no security, like there's very little security, a four-digit PIN code maybe. It's not necessarily easy to navigate through these smaller devices to be able to turn security on. I think we need to look at where the responsibility lies and see if we can't offer our legislators some ways to help influence what's happening. So let's offer more security on these mobile devices, and let's see if we can't help drive some changes as consumers let alone just as citizens clamoring to the hill to say, you got to create some legislation. We might be able, through people speaking out and saying that I'm going to do my banking with this bank because they offer me better security, obviously that's going to help change the marketplace. And that might be a better way to go about some of this rather than expecting legislators to write laws that might change very quickly. And I think that's also been a problem that they have is where do I target first? Because it's, it's a pretty big field of opportunity. There's a lot of work to be done on everybody's part, to be honest. I'm very cautiously optimistic that something will get done this year. I just am not sure what it is.
0: Thanks, Patricia.
1: Thanks a lot for having me.
0: I've been speaking with the Chief Information Security Officer and Vice President at Unisys, Patricia Titus, about Unisys Security Index and IT security in general. For GovInfoSecurity.com and Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.